you on a giant screen with a few colorful motion pictures you've been hearing about and reading it's about. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. We're delighted to have you with us. They're driving theater. You'll find something to please you to add to your evening's enjoyment. It's please pleased to bring you our Fifi feature presentation. Station. What's up, everybody? It is 8 o'clock. It is uh, August 29th, 2022, and you're tuned into the drive-in speaker box. That's right. The best in uh, movie news, film reviews, gossip. Uh, hot, goss hot goss coming at you. Uh, opinions, memories, nostalgia, and everything in between. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm your host, Bo, the boom operator. I am Slick Doggy, the grip. And, uh, yeah, we're here. We're here. It's another week. Uh, uh, Vance already in the in the chat there on Twitch commenting on your Fast and Furious shirt there, Jake. Um, you know, because the Fast and the Furious franchise just keeps getting better and better. Oh, man, it does. Because I just saw a sick meme today where it was, like, from Avengers or some nonsense movie. And, like, wow, look to the sky. And then it's just Dominic Toretto in a charger blasting in. Thanks, Lodge Web. Yeah, and, um, I, I, nothing about that sounds good. Um, sorry, it was, sorry. It was super rad, dude. No, I thought it was cool. Nothing yeah, about because it was just a charger comes blasting in. He kills a spaceship, and he's like, a, spa- a Dodge Charger killing a spaceship. Yeah. Welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks to uh, uh, another 12-month sub hey, over on yeah. Vince. Uh, Vince uh, pointing out there. Thanks, Logan. Uh, Velvet Santa on Twitch. We got Night Owlishly over on Twitch. All the Twitch viewers, thanks so much for tuning in early. Uh, we appreciate you having here. Um, this w- this week, we're going to be talking some movies. Uh, mm-hmm. I went and saw 3,000 Years of Longing in theaters uh, just last night. So I'm going to be talking about that later in the show. And then uh, you caught you caught a movie on, what was it, Amazon? Yeah, on Amazon Prime. Because th- this week, I uh, our Discord members know uh, I've been putting my motorcycle back together after seven months. Finally uh, getting back on uh, two wheels. And I put a transmission in a vehicle this weekend. So I didn't get to go to the theater. But I did watch... Samaritan on Amazon Prime. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about that also in the the second hour of the show, or the second half hour of the show. This is only an hour long show. It used to be a two hour show once upon a time when we played film scores. Um, So sometimes, you know, we go back to that that world, uh, but yeah. So anyway, um, let's let's jump into the news as we do. If you are just joining us, uh, if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, feel free to jump in the chat. On we do this live every Monday night, eight o'clock Central Standard Time. You can check us on our Facebook, our Twitch, or our YouTube. We do this live. You can get in there, and uh, we got the Discord link right up in the chat. You can join. You can chat with us about stuff that's going on when we're not here in the studio, and it's cool. Uh, we've been we've been sharing a lot of fun, making some memories. Um, <laughs> so you know, there you go. Um, but yeah, uh, let's 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 jump into this news, Jake. What, 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 what what's new? What is new? Well, I guess the other day, uh, Johnny Depp made his big comeback. Is what everyone's saying. He uh, appeared on MTV's VMAs as the uh, the MTV Moon Man, and that has uh, everyone all. Up in a up in a roar one way or the other about that. Um, speaking of MTV stuff, Paramount Plus, this is for you. Paramount Plus. I'm During the VMAs, released a trailer for a new movie called On the Come Up, and it happens up to be comers. full of up and comers, man. Hey. Lots of up and comers. I wrote in my notes. Uh, it's the directorial debut of Cinna Lathan. Uh, some she's an actress. She's been nominated for awards. Now she's making her directorial debut. Up and comer. Up and comer. All the way around. Uh, and uh, it is a movie that is about a girl who's an up and comer in the hip hop scene. She's trying to be like hip hop and is coolest. A super a super rapper to uh, to live up to her dad's legacy who had passed away. She, who is Boogaloo Shrimp. <laughs> no. From that would be break in. Rad. Well she's only sixteen, so yeah. not well, old I don't enough know, to man. Be, bra- Boogaloo Shrimp maybe, you know He's still out there just just popping it in there. And, and broom yeah. and yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. Um 
and it that's played by Jamila C. Gray, another up-and-comer. Uh, but then it has the likes of uh, longtime uh, up-and-comers, <laughs> Mike Epps and, and Method Man. Method, Method Man. Yeah, Method Man and Little Yachty. Where's Red Man? Well, I mean, you can't always have them together. Little, little Yachty? Little Yachty's going to be in it. He <clears throat> keeps making I, his way into movies somehow. And I'm kind of okay with it because I really? kind of actually like Little Yachty. I didn't like him in the uh, Teen Titans Go to the Movies. But that I mean, was it wasn't terrible. But it's an yeah. I had to hear his song. And I had, right, exactly. I mean, if it was just him in the movie, he's kind of a funny dude. Like his dumbass Sprite commercials or whatever. That's yeah. that's fine. His hair but, and, yeah. yeah. I, I like I, uh, Lil Yachty. I'm not mad about Lil Yachty. He, he keeps finding his way into movies. <clears throat> so uh, up and comer right there in the movie world. Uh, I guess he's fairly established in the music world. Mm-hmm. Well, so you know, I guess. I mean, he's he. W- you get a couple one hit wonders and you're you're good. Yeah, anymore. That's you're really set. how it works. Uh, but you know what? Talking about up and comers, let's just keep that going. Tessa Thompson, uh, she is continuing to be a rising star. Uh, it was announced that there's a new sci-fi thriller, cool movie, Ash, and yep. It stars her and Joseph Gordon-Levitt and her entire crew of space people is murdered and she's the only one to survive. And then Joseph Gordon-Levitt sent to investigate, but then he starts to suspect maybe she could be a killer. And it just so happens to be that she is producing the movie. <laughs> so, uh, so you get to be the star. She gets to be all of the bit of uh, up-and-comer that there can be. Uh, and then, uh, what's that, what's that singer dude that everyone is, um, really into? He was in like, uh, One Direction or whatever, uh, or the British, is it One Direction? Harry British? Styles? Harry Styles. Yeah. Uh, he keeps making, uh, He's in movie right news. Yeah. yeah apparently actors talked about this movie that's coming out with him in it where they, they cried on set because it was just so, I read that article and too and it's like, you know. He's set to be some Marvel hero and everyone's like, wow, look at this up and comer. We'll see. We'll see. We will see. I don't, be- I don't believe anything that I read in, in the media. I know a lot of that is just like click-worthy buzz bait where it's just trying to get people hype about movies. Get hyped. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, so you're like, oh, we wept on stage, so everybody better get their ticket and see it in theaters. Uh, you know, whatever. Mm, yeah, maybe. But uh, you know what? Something that actually will be of interest to you beyond just up-and-comers, a uh, new studio uh, or distribution company purchased the rights to be able to distribute Old Boy. Yes, for the anniversary. Um, Just before, yeah, preceding the 20th anniversary, the United States will get a release of a foreign film. Thanks, Vince. Uh, Old Boy being put back into the theaters so you can watch the uh, original non-Josh Brolin Korean take. the Lord. Korean take on a Japanese manga, Old Boy, in the theater. Heck yeah, that's going to be totally worth it. I am all about. I figured some, you would. Yeah, be. you know, give me a chance to catch that movie. Did you Did you hear about the um, uh, Kevin Smith a sequel to Tusk? Sequel to Tusk. Yeah, they. How were, do you have a, a sequel to that? Is it about the? Is it about? It was Justin Long's character. I I hope so because Mar- Michael Parks is dead. He died in two, 2017. But uh, you know, there there's been you know he, he'd always been joking about it. But I guess this is a for real thing. He's like, no, they're 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 really really going to do it. I guess after you know Clerks Three is done and all this kind of stuff and and hitting hitting did that small theater run and it's out there. Uh, they're like, I guess moving on to to Tusk, which. Uh, you know, if you've ever seen that movie, it's it's something else. Like, <laughs> it's 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 a strange one. But you know, you've got you've got a cool cast. I mean, it's Justin Long and Michael Parks and Haley Joe Osment. And Haley Joe Osment was one of these people that, after he eventually jumped shark and was aware of how hilarious he is on screen uh, and not taking himself seriously, then he 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 found appropriate roles. You know, I mean. It sucks when you're when you're pigeonholed as you know the uh, I see dead people kid or whatever, and then now he's you know can't live that down. But now he's created this this new new version of himself that that, that is great. But Michael Parks, you know, uh, I actually worked with him on a film uh, several years ago before his death, and he he is he's a lunatic. Uh, that guy was was nuts on set, and I've talked about it here on the show before. But he's he's something else as well. But and and Justin Long, you know, I I, I really like Justin Long. You know, he he was kind of a '90s, 
you know, not necessarily big icon in the in the late '90s, but uh, a lot of those was teen comedies, like Waiting, like two thousand. No, like, not, Waiting wasn't in the '90s. It was like l- the late '90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Waiting was late 2000s. And he, I, I was it though, because mm-hmm. it was like Applebee's spoof. When was that? I can, I can, you. I can click some stuff here. He was in Waiting, and he was in uh, uh, Accepted. Accepted was good. Accepted, those are, yeah. Those are two thousand. So nineteen ninety nine was Galaxy Quest. Wow. And then that's where he got his start. And then Waiting was two thousand five. Okay. So yeah, mid. Uh, yeah, mid. Uh, let's see. Vince always like never missing an opportunity to talk about Michael Parks. Yeah, because he's a lunatic. You know, I I will always. Uh, I will never miss an opportunity to talk about Michael Parks, and I'll never miss an opportunity to talk about how much I don't like old, uh, what's his name? Now the, the silver hair yeah. guy from Band of Brothers and that all, all that. He's the bad guy in The Rock's things, yeah. version of uh, Standing Tall. Just, just don't like that dude. Anyway. Uh, walking Tall. Was well, walk, walking Tall. Yeah. So that's com- that's uh, that's a project that's happening. We'll see we'll see if it ever comes to fruition. But um, I'm not mad about it. I think that's kind of fun. Um, also, uh, Netflix got an anime deal with uh, Nippon TV, bringing a bunch of different anime titles uh, to the service. But the one that stood out for me was the original Berserk series. Uh, you know, they've got the OVA sort of like you know um, arc. But here's the thing: if if you've never started in Berserk, don't, because it is guaranteed to never have an ending now, and you'll be in the same boat as you. Well, it's where you'll never get to know how it ends. It's fine, like the the, the journey, like you get. There's some really good arcs there, you but know. You'll never get to know how it ends. Well, I mean, that's the, how most things are. Like, I mean, Game of Thrones, we're never going to know how it ends because it probably won't ever end. Maybe, but at least we got some version of an ending. And now we're never going to know how, how Lord of the Rings ever it. ends because Amazon Prime's picking it up. And we, you're never going to know how anything ends. Lord of the Rings ends at Lord of the Rings. Amazon is doing the prequel. Well, then you never really know how it began. There's never... Oh, you well, know, no, you do. There's the lore. That's There was like a god that made the earth... But, like, his brother or something was like, oh, look at this, dwarfs. And they're like, no dwarfs! No! We're making elves first. Your dwarfs are short now, and they live underground, and people hate them. And he's like, oh. (laughs) Dude, the way that Lord of the Rings begins is pretty good. Well... At least you know how it ends. Uh, but Berserk is really good. It's a great series. The uh, the original anime is really great. It'll make you want to ring the manga. Yeah, you may not be able to finish it because he's dead. But, uh, yeah, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, let's see here. Beverly Hills Cop 4 officially nope. happening. Don't do that. With uh, Eddie Murphy joined by Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Taylor Page. That is a thing. Why? That no is, Judge Reinhold? Uh, I don't know if Judge Reinhold wants to mess with it. Yeah, smart um, move. Yeah, I mean he's uh, he's also apparently a really really grumpy dude, Judge Reinhold. But uh, but it's yeah. coming back. You know, Netflix is doing the, doing a sequel. Uh, you know, Netflix I think has made a deal with Eddie Murphy to get a handful of things done. Um, so you know, I I I'm not excited about this. But uh, Velvet Santa's comment, Lord of the Rings, the College Years, that's pretty good. Uh, no, why would anyone be excited about that? That sounds terrible. Make triplets first. I want triplets. That movie's never gonna happen. We know. We know that ne- that 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 that's never gonna happen. We're never gonna get the triplets movie ever. Be- before triplets, Arnold needs to make Conan and the King. I, I, I need that. I need that. Uh, that's also probably never gonna happen. I mean, why would it? Arnold's too old. No, that's the whole thing. Is that Conan's old? Yeah, but. Everybody's gonna want him to do stuff, and then they're gonna be like, "Well, now we gotta pick some young buck Conan, like Jason Momoa, and we'll make no. a terrible Conan film." Whoa, and hey, hey, I like the Momoa Conan. No, dude. But I've read like Robert E. Howard books. I, I, I've. But it feels like got a mar- more it into feels Conan just like than a just cheap Marvel movie. Like it's just. It's, well, fun fact: Conan was a cheap Marvel comic. I for know, a long time. but the original movie. Was so good and such yeah. a good swords and sorcery departure from like everything that's like here. Let's go full CGI. Let's go cheeseball magic. Let's go, you know the the bad guys not just a I'm bad and you get me in the in the end. It was like James Earl Jones like with this chilling performance. Um, you know it's, yeah, it's it, also dude. dude and it's like 
you know, the, the the riddle of steel, you know, making that chick jump off the thing. And he goes, that's true power. And uh, he's like, uh, contemplate this on the tree of woe. You know, you're just like face chopped off. Slow lines. Everything now is like quick villains and they're all like maniacal laughter and action, action, action and, uh, and, a, and a laser lightning battle and jumping between lava pits and swinging swords and just like too much. But Conan the Barbarian, those really never any, that like the final battle between Thulsa Doom and Conan the, uh, the Barbarian is Conan just rolls up on the steps, taps him on the shoulder, and whacks his head off. Mm-hmm. You know, like that was the final battle is he actually got face to face and didn't get hypnotized and is like, all right, your head's coming off, dog. And and it's not just like a one clean chop either. That was like one of the things that really stuck with me about that scene is, you know, in movies now, they just like do a samurai spin. It's like, whooshing! And the guy's like neck, he's like still moving inexplicably because I guess they don't understand how biology works. But they go, oh my gosh, what happened? And their head goes like... And like slides off and it's real dramatic. But in this one, he like hacks his neck and it doesn't hack his neck all the way off. And he comes back and he just like finishes the job and while holding the dude's hair and then kicks the body out. And dude, it's the best head chop ever. <laughs> That's a good head chop. You know, I mean. There's really, really good head head destroying moments. Like that's a good head destroying moment. Like scanners, scanners is a, one of the best head head destroying moments. Chopping Mall has some really good head destroying moments. There's just and and uh, oh, uh, Pan's Labyrinth has a really good head destroying moments where he like bottles that dude. Like oof, um, yeah, head crunching effects are always like oh god. But um, anyway, Fist of the North Star live action movie. I don't even remember that. It's bad. Don't ever watch like, it. Did a guy's like head like bubble up pop? Yeah, kind of. Um, oh yeah, Velvet Santa daughter the dead with the helicopter. You know, a lot of a lot of movies with propeller head removal. Like that's a pretty tropey. You know, if if it's like the the Indiana Jones plane where it's like, and you didn't get to see that one, but it's like implied. But you know, the the, the propeller propeller death is uh, that. There's a lot of movies we should. I mean, if I had more time to sit and compile lists, we could easily do a like top ten propeller deaths uh that would be a fun one if we if we had like more of a staff that could go you know pull these clips for us but uh we ain't got that kind of time so you'll just oh wow vince coming in with the twilight zone the movie not okay yes that deep cuts deep (laughs) whoa well wait what a what a verbiage to choose for that Whew. Uh, let's see, what else in the news? Oh, Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd uh, set to reunite for an R.L. Stein uh, adaptation of Zombie Town. Um, that sounds like 40 years too late, but uh, also sounds kind of funny, uh, and, and it could be good because I really liked the Fear Street thing that Netflix did. So if they handle uh, this even though um, Zombie Town is a Goosebumps property, not a Fear Street property, so I don't know what it's going to be rated, but it is in development by Disney Plus, which means it's probably stupid. But uh, yeah, we will see. We will see. I mean, it 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 it's got a you know two comedic titans mm-hmm. um, and a bunch of guys from um, Kids in the Hall. Really surprised to see that Disney would be willing to hire Chevy Chase. Well, and Disney hiring Kids in the Hall. If you guys saw the new Amazon Kids in the Hall season, which I talked about when it first came out, it's not for kids. It's not for Disney. There was a lot of, like, you know, <coughs> mid-50-year-old penis in, in that, that show. Uh, you'd love it, Jake. Just check it out. <laughs> no, I just figured um, out why it's your jam, dog. Because <laughs> it was funny. That's why it's my jam. Like, there is nothing more hilarious than like a graying old man like just shameless or shameful and nude and it's just nobody wants to see that and they play with that comedy see vince vince in the chat he says it was good he enjoyed it i thought it was i also i also thought it was good uh but we'll see we'll keep you up to date on that one and what else did i have uh in in the news did you have anything else listed i think that was about it for me i think that's uh, that was pretty much it i guess 
Uh, yeah. Vince at the Doomsday DJ sketch will, will stay with me forever. He's playing this record. The, he only has one record, and it's like, I got a brand new pair of roller skates, and plays it a billion times. Is it like uh, the the girl singing, or is it no, Tiny, he's, Tiny he, Tim? Or? He's playing, the, it's the girl singing. He yeah. plays the record, and you know it's the only thing he has, and he's just broadcasting to no one and getting more and more insane. Um, it's a pretty, pretty good uh, skit there. But anyway, that's that's your news uh, this week. You know, since we've got two movies to to address later, we'll 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 move it on to talk about what is coming out in theaters this week. And this week's kind of a weird week. Um, you know, everybody was talking about this this weekend at the box office being a little bit light because I mean, the two movies that came out this week, um, you know, not human. Yeah, well, that two movies in theaters right now are yeah, Idris Elba, but not not humongous like you know blockbuster draws. So I think that the box office actually kind of um, was a little more upside down than I think what people were predicting. But we'll talk about that at the end of the show when we do the box office roundup. But this this week it's just like a lot of indie films kind of coming out, some stuff probably hitting you know streaming and VOD, and then limited release at the same time. Um, you know, but we'll we'll go through that. There's a there's a lot. You know, uh, there's there's a movie called Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul, uh, and it is uh, starring Regina Hall and Sterling K. Brown. Looks kind of like a uh, uh, kind of a religious comedy. There, um, don't have a whole lot about uh, about that one to to speak of. Also, Burial coming out from director Ben Parker about a group of Russian soldiers having the task of taking Hitler's discovered remains back to Stalin in Moscow. That's what's real popular in the world right now. Russian soldiers—they're just at the top of everyone's like interest list. Yeah, and this one's starring Tom Felton, who of course is the uh, the little Draco boy from Harry Potter, trying to take on roles that are not him being uh, evil little wizard boys. I mean, he was like what in the Flash CW series for like a handful of episodes. He was, and then yeah. like that's it. Uh, you don't see him very often, but I feel I like he's been in one or two things. But, I mean, but like nothing big. He's done. I think he does voiceover work. Oh well. That would check out. That would check out why you don't see him very often, because um, yeah, he's 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 got some credits, but uh, a lot of it's Harry Potter related, playing the voice of, of stuff. But anyway, uh, I mean, something like that, bro. If you're in a series like Harry Potter or Star you're Wars, you're doomed. Nah, dude, just ride the con circuit and make money doing nothing. Wow, God. I don't know if I'd want to do the concert. Some people though. really like it and some people hate it, man. Just it just sit, depends on sitting at a table and like having small talk for the rest of your life. Like Yeah, maybe. Like, ooh. Yeah, but some of those people get real big from doing that kind of thing. And then they just get booked bigger and bigger and you don't have to sit at a table and talk to people. You just do a panel and everyone's like so stoked to see That's you. That's true. Like Brian Cranston, you know, just going to he's on he'll take any panel. He's just like, I'm gonna just show up and talk about my tequila and then my panel I'll do like one project, maybe, and yeah, I go, like, remember me in Bake Breaking Bad and then I'm out, drink my tequila. It's not like Michael Dorn and Patrick Stewart are sitting at a little table like us. I mean like, hey yeah, would you would you like a autograph maybe? Also I have some Come. some merchandise. Yeah. yeah, no, they're like on the big panel and they're like the giant names. It's like, yo, bro, you ever heard of Picard and Worf? And everyone's like, Wah. It's true, they are yeah. like that. And then they smell at the same time. Uh also coming out this week, waiting for Bojangles. Uh it's a um Camille and George dance to their favorite song, Mr. Bojangles, and with them there's only one place for fun and fantasy. Just some drama. It's 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 a uh, actually I want to say it's a French film um, that's um, you know getting a release over here. Doesn't look like it's gonna come very big. But then there's One Way, another small movie coming out. Uh, that this one has um, Kevin Bacon. And uh, Colson Baker. Colson Baker, you might know him as another name, which yeah. is Machine Gun Kelly. You know what, though? He was good in the dirt. He was good in the dirt, and, I, and I'm and i mad about that. Yeah, I was, um, too, because I was like, Machine Gun Kelly is Tommy Lee. What the hell? And then uh turned out he was really good in, in that role. Speaking of Tommy Lee... Did I message you about this the other day, uh, like a week or two ago? Did you see that Tommy Lee just posted on Facebook just 
posted his ding dong out there. What? No. For the world. And but it got removed because it's a No, ding- it didn't. It's still there? I don't know. It might be. I don't know. But it was up for like a good five or six hours. I mean, I guess Facebook's minimum. like everybody's already seen this. So, guess, you know, what's, maybe. what's the And his deal? caption on the photo was, oops. <laughs> Which is just like really funny. Hey, thanks, Bottle Rocket. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks yeah. for the sub. But it's like Tommy Amen. Lee is just like, dude, I'm Tommy Lee. Who cares? Yeah, you've you seen know? you've seen this wing wing wang. Here it is. Uh yeah, getting the the emojis there, James. Yeah, definitely, definitely uh, <laughs> I said, I said it's eggplant. Not. Checked. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, that, that movie's coming out. Uh two other ones, Blind Ambition. It's a documentary about um, Four Zimbabwean gentlemen uh, forming their country's first wine-tasting Olympics team. So it is the cool runnings of sommeliers. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, be be really weird if it was Somalian sommeliers. That'd be, I mean, there's a there's a portmanteau, I guess, if, if that's the right word. Um, so, but is this a documentary? Yes, or? it is a documentary. Yeah. no. This so is, no this John Candy character to, to whip them no, in the shape. No, 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 no. Uh, it looks pretty interesting. I mean, I, it's relevant to my interest <laughs> because I'm in the uh, the booze industry. But um, yeah, I think that that it could be a good one. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah. I saw Vince's comment. Vince yeah. commented on Twitch. He says, "Strange how uh, Jake is down for Tommy Lee's wanging, but not so much for kids in the hall." <laughs> oh, that's, not what, that's not what he said. And then yeah, Velvet Grip Santa Dong-a-litist. says, "You're a yeah. elitist. Hey, bro, when when you're at the top, you know, you just you look down on everyone else. Is all I'm saying. You're always looking down at a dong, I guess. <laughs> um, anyway, also anyway, uh, I just thought it was funny. We both like Motley Crue quite a bit, so I just thought it was funny. And we were talking about Machine Gun Kelly playing Tommy Lee. It was dongs. Right so there you go. What? Don't act like we weren't just talking about dongs earlier. Well, I don't know what you the get we. so uncomfortable. I don't know what the we is. Be, be comfortable. I mean, you have a dong. I have a dong. A lot of our viewers have dongs. It's just everybody has a dong. Like, just accept it. It's fine. It's natural. It's normal, Jake. We can talk about dongs. It's a part of life. You know, do we need to have a do we need to have a conversation about how children are made after the show, buddy? <laughs> uh, we definitely don't. Okay, all right. Well, uh, also the last last movie that's kind of coming out, uh, new new release is the Horror Crowd. It's another um, it's a documentary. Uh, of course, a lot of these going to be probably released on streaming or super limited. But it is a intimate, revealing documentary spotlighting the Hollywood horror community. So. Um, yeah, it's just a lot of directors and producers of horror just talking about. That sounds know, a lot like horror. the uh, Into Darkness documentary uh, that I got, which reminds me, I they released an Into Darkness 2, and uh, I, I need to find and get that. And I ordered, I need to check my order status of the uh, the sci-fi version of that because they did the uh, speaking of order status, 80s sci-fi doc. You know, I never got my like kiss final performance like all my stuff that was like three hundred dollars that i paid you for. should probably write to gene simmons because they're talking about hanging it up for, for like where's forever. my where's my pics where's my mask where's my dvds where's my all that stuff i paid for yeah now that no one wears masks yeah. anymore for some reason those buttholes well you shouldn't talk to them about it you i'm talking into giving you a free kiss coffin yeah 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 Bear, no, I don't want to be buried in that. Or get wanna... that box set where Gene Simmons shows up at your house and shoots the shit for five minutes before he leaves. That's like that's like a twenty thousand dollar box set. No, I don't think so. I think it's like has he cheapened himself? I think it's like ten grand. Well, it's it's no more affordable than what you. I'm not going to pay ten grand to like be in the presence of Gene Simmons. Like I'm good, dog. Uh, but anyway, that that documentary is coming out this weekend, uh, so there you have that. And that's that's it. There's no real big movies hitting the theaters, so I think theaters, whatever's in theaters right now, are going to stay there for a minute. So you will have a chance to um, check those out. And uh, you know, uh, if there's something that's playing in theaters right now that you want to see, you can you can go and uh, not be so in a rush that's going to get kicked out. Like I haven't seen the invitation yet. I wanted to see it this week um, or last week, but I didn't get a chance. So I'm going to see it this weekend. Talk about it next week on the show. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Let's go ahead and um, keep this show a rolling. We need to talk about the movies. 
that we just saw. So, uh, JQ, since since Samaritan didn't get a theatrical release, it, it uh, I think it was supposed to. And Probably. Because Amazon Studios has been doing a lot of theatrical releases. Yep. So, and, you know, you've got, you've got, um, Sylvester Stallone, you've got, you know, uh, you've got some star power here, and it's superhero e. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just hit a- Amazon Prime, so Jake, what'd you think? Yeah, so I, I watched Samaritan, the new Stallone movie, uh, and as far as star power, it's, it is Stallone uh, carrying the, the whole film, and Martin Starr makes an appearance for every bit of a combined five seconds, um, you know, because they got to toss him in. But it's the movie of, there's a city called Granite City. Um, so not a real place. Not a real place. It's kind of going the DC way of having like a fake city set in the real world kind of a thing, you know. But um, in the past, like 28, 30 years in the past, <coughs> there were these. There was a hero and a villain, and they were brothers, kind of like a Cain and Abel type thing. Uh, one was good, one was not so good. They ended up coming to a battle at a power plant, exploded, and then no one ever saw either one of them again. But everyone thinks that you know. Uh, the the evil brother Nemesis died in his own fire because he crafted a hammer made of hate that was the only weapon that could hurt him and his brother. <coughs> and uh, wait one more time, how do you make a hammer out of a feeling? They don't explain, but they keep repeating that he poured his hate into it, and that's what uh, made was it. Was his hate like a like a commodity? Could he bottle it up? Like uh, maybe you know. I mean, uh, we all bottle up our hate, but you know, uh, how did he? I want to. I want to. I mean, really, you the the only powers they have is that they're like super tough and and strong. Okay. Right? All right. Like they can. It's like Mister Incredible or like original Superman type stuff. Like bullets don't really hurt them that bad. They can jump really far and they can punch things. Okay. You know, not anything spectacular. They can't so fly. Like, they don't like have unbreakable. Plus, yes. Okay. Got yeah. It. Yeah. Right. Like Mister Incredible, Superman before the radio show gave him the power of flight, kind of a thing. Got it. Yeah. 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 Uh, but the whole thing is both brothers disappeared. Everyone thinks Samaritan lives, but no one has seen him or anything like that. And then this kid who's obsessed with Samaritan, of course, finds him and runs into him, and it kind of has that unbreakable thing of. He goes to the bookstore where the dude is also hunting down Samaritan. He's like, I found him. I found him. And he uh, ends up striking up a relationship with this... Um, kid? With the guy. No, the kid oh, gotcha. strikes up a relationship with Samaritan, right? Or perce- perceived Samaritan, Stallone's character. You know, and he sees him do some incredible things like feats of strength and eventually gets hit by a car, and but his bones and the heal. kid's like, I've discovered you! Kinda yeah, like, I found it. But yeah. at the same time, there's a group of bad guys who inexplicably just want anarchy and chaos. And their whole plan is because they grew up in the slummy part of the city, they're just going to make everything else terrible for everyone else I mean, that's also. that's pretty standard issue, like bad guy gangs. They're like, the, we're, we're, we're going to clean up these streets because this gang is just that, all about making them dirty. That's me digging for and then finding and creating and explaining to you the motive. The movie does not does give not. that to you. The, the movie's like, they're <clears throat> like, I'm angry, so I'm going to blow up power stations cool bad guy stuff bad guy stuff uh, hardy yeah. entertainment says samaritan was filmed in atlanta hey they made atlanta look like detroit because <laughs> the whole time i was like this is detroit for sure uh overall you know it's like a fair kind of i i would say it's like a kid's movie it felt more like shazam than than robocop but it really was trying to go for like a robocopy type uh, unbreakable vibe. There's even a RoboCop pinball machine at oh, one point, which right. is and they cool. actually showed that it was a RoboCop. Yeah, it says RoboCop. Usually they kind of uh, avoid that so they don't want to get like in trouble with licensing. No, it's right there because I think they wanted to draw that parallel and, and have you see that kind of a thing. Uh, but you know, I mean, the if you're looking for some sort of Marvel blockbuster, it's not it. Yeah, you know, it's not. Well, it. I mean. They're, you know, I've I've seen some little clips of this and just some of the dialogue that wasn't Sylvester Stallone. Right. It was just like super cringy. You're Stallone like, oh. definitely carries the movie. Uh he and he's probably like the only good part of it. He does do some eighties like one liners, which Hey, I'm gonna lift this car. It's well, it's not as bad as I'm smelling. Don't don't be dirtying up these streets, bad guys. Actually yeah. that would have been pretty good. 
No, but he's like, you know, hang around, and then someone blows <sighs> up after he hangs him on something. Kind of that's not a direct Oof. one, but you know what I'm saying. Like, so I don't know. It's fun enough, I would say. Is it gonna be up there with all of the? Is anyone gonna remember blockbusters? that this movie existed next month? Probably no, not. probably not. No, probably not. But hey, why's my little movies the man? If you got like an hour and a half or two hours, and uh, you know you just want something where you're not gonna hate that you watched it, yeah, I guess it's it's gonna scratch the superhero itch. As if we need more superhero content. The the kid in the movie definitely ruins it. Like it would be a lot better of a movie if the kid wasn't there. And I really like I like Sylvester Stallone. A lot of people like tend to poo-poo him as an actor, but he's got chops, man. Yeah, and, and Hardy Entertainment says the same thing that I'm getting at, which was Stallone was really good in this movie. If it followed Stallone more and maybe had more of Martin Starr's character, kind of like uh, in Deadpool with Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. and um, what's his name? The dude that people don't like anymore. Uh, like their interactions instead of having the kid brought in, I think that would have made it a, a better movie. Mm. And give the bad guys some... There was too many bad guys, right? In this movie? Yeah, yeah. So there's the main bad guy, Cyrus, and then he has this girl, Syl, and there's like a, one of his underlings uh, who's like has big hair and his cousin who has a big nose and then there's like ding dong number one and goober a big big ding dong goober number big, two big nose big no whatever. dude okay. there's just there's like nothing but ding dongs and 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 goobers you know and but it tries to make everyone into a bad guy but it doesn't give enough time to explain tj miller thanks vince uh it doesn't give enough time to explain like they're real motive other than they're like yo nemesis is cool because in our part of town the bad guy is the good guy that's what's up and then like they start throwing military grenades that disintegrate people and everyone's like yeah kill more of us we love being killed break the glass (laughs) nemesis rules and it's inexplicable that the people of the city are just down with watching their friend get murked next to him if it means some destruction so uh, the whole anarchy bit of it could have been given some um, more motive to make it more interesting. Uh, maybe take two or three of the bad guys out of the movie so that there can be a better focus. Because the, in the end, they make the one bad guy kind of fight on par with Stallone's character until they decide that, oh, we forgot Stallone's stronger, so... Uh, it works, man. I mean, it's a fair movie. Stallone's good in it. The rest of it, you just kind of have to be okay with it being a streaming movie. All right. You check it out. Amazon Prime. Well, uh, yeah. Um, there it is. You can check it out. Amazon Prime. It's free streaming. Yeah, for Velvet now. asked if it's uh, better than Double Dragon. Almost everything is better than the Double Dragon movie. True. Except, except for the except, Mario movie. And except for, you know, don't forget the, the, the open the door, get on the floor, everybody do Dinosaur. That was a good song. from and That's from Mario, Mario Brothers, not Double Dragon. Those movies yeah. are in my brain. Yeah, the, it's about... They share the same uh, address in my brain. Yeah, brothers. Like questionable brothers of different ethnicities that yeah. that have to fight in a dirty city. Yeah. Yep, yep. Well, uh, also in theater, then theaters actually, uh, is the 3,000 Years of Longing. This movie, uh, we have been just bombarded with trailers for this movie for the past several months. You know, everybody's saying from the from the the the, the genius, the wild genius mind of George Miller, and like this action-packed, crazy, over-the-top, like visual, visual, visual trailer. Uh, this movie is not the trailer, um, and and I say this with with an asterisk, and the asterisk is not in a bad way. Um, I, you know, I wanted to see this movie. I've been looking forward to this movie. I I really like. Um, Idris Elba and Tilda Swinton um, and this movie is very much the Idris Elba and T- Tilda Swinton show uh, about a very uh, you know interesting um, uh, romantic relationship between this lady who's who's all about storytelling and this uh, Jin who has been captured or trapped in his bottle for for you know thousands of years and only gets out every now and again and kind of tells the story of how he continues to keep getting trapped in these bottles tell me and, that Idris Elba keeps his real accent and just talks like Cockney Genie. No, he's not Cockney Genie. Actually, you know, Idris Elba 
carries this movie. Like, what a performance. I am just... Idris Elba, I am becoming uh, a bigger and bigger and bigger fan of this guy because like like many actors and actresses that I really, really love, it's, it's ones that will just take whatever role that seems interesting you know i mean right now idris elba go, go watch beast and you that's what i'm saying he's just like yeah well you know i'll take beast and then he's like oh well, i'm gonna do this movie or i'm gonna be a genie and oh i'm gonna be in you know whatever uh, uh fast and the furious as a bad guy i yeah, think and, and, Shaw. and then yeah. i'm gonna be you know he'll just do he'll just like whatever and uh, yeah i was in dark tower i guess does anybody remember that one and you know um he'll just take it and and and, and he was luther which is cool but this movie you know is not an action packed romp and I think if you're going into this movie thinking that it's going to be this high fantasy fast action paced you know coming off of uh, a Mad Max style which is what they keep trying to advertise this movie for you're going to be like wait a minute what because this this is a romantic film this movie is about feelings and uh, it is about Tilda Swinton's feelings and it is about uh, Idris Elba's feelings it is about exploring like what it's like to be imprisoned because of your your choices and what it's like to be afraid of your choices and it, it uses um you know this this is not an original script it's actually based off of a 1994 short story called the Jinn and the nightingale's eye from a.s by which you know that that story borrows heavily from uh a, a lot of things you know like a thousand and one nights of course jeff you know works of chaucer and shakespeare and you know gilgamesh and all these things that kind of roll into this sort of hybrid it's not you know i saw one review in the trailer where it's like it's like a grown-up aladdin no it's not like a grown-up aladdin this has really nothing to do with aladdin except for there's a gin and a lamp like that's it you know there's not like alibaba had them for it there's none of that shit um it's it, she doesn't even really make any wishes in this movie uh you know they're not like oh i need a you know a rocket ship to space and i want to see what i'd look like with a bigger dong like tommy lee or anything like that none of these like in bedazzled <laughs> yeah none of these wishes happen um but it, it uses vignette and it uses um, storytelling. This movie is about storytelling. And it's and, and to me, that's kind of captivating. There's a lot of really odd visuals. So, you know, be careful if you want to, if you're one of those people that likes to, you know, take edibles and go to the movies. I would be like, you know, buckle up because there's some strange visuals in here uh, that kind of come out. But my... All that is things that I really enjoyed about this movie. Um, again, the journey is the good part about this movie. The story is not. And when you get to the end of this, there is a little bit of longing left. You know, it's this 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 movie is a, it's kind of about uh, unrequited passions and desires that never truly get fulfilled. And I feel like that is really. Uh, an unintentional side effect of this movie because I they 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 spent so much of the first and second act just getting you immersed in Idris Elba's like stories of 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 these past previous owners of of, of him essentially and then you fast forward to the third act and it goes Whoop! and it just like him and uh, Tilda Swinton's relationship you know just just is over in a blink of an eye and there's things that don't get really uh, extrapolated or explained why Idris Elba's character you know uh, not to spoil anything but you know, uh, he, he comes alive in the modern day and modern technology kind of affects him because it's like this balance about science and, and you know, quote unquote magic, which, you know, is storytelling. You know, they don't come out and say, oh, magic is dying because of science, but they say that the way that, that we learn and we tell stories and how stories evolve into religion and all this kind of stuff was because we didn't have a lot of science. And somehow without really letting the, you know audience know by the end of the film you know science is affecting him but it, it doesn't spend enough time on this and then they're like okay we gotta we gotta wrap this up we gotta give it a reason for them to be separated and, and things to get s sad and uh it it, it it's um uh, 
the, I didn't like the ending. I didn't, not that I need it to be more heavy handed. I just think that they spent a little bit more time in the second act. They could have been really spent in the third act of Idris Elba trying to exist in this modern world um, instead of spending, you know, an hour and 40 minutes talking about his previous tales and spending the last 20 minutes of like going, whoop, here you go. Uh, I think they could have fleshed that out a little bit more. Um, Vince says, sounds like my jam. To be honest, I never finished Mad Max, but I want to at some point. The, they're Didn't very finish different which movies. Mad Max? Because uh, Mad Max sucks. That movie's a turd. I don't know why anyone would the ever Road like Road Warrior it. is where it starts getting The Road good. Warrior and Beyond Thunderdome are good. Are good. Yeah. And then there's Fury Road, and everyone was like, oh, I've never seen a Mad Max before, and this is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Velvet Santa asked, how were the car chases? There were none. Um, you know, there were no cars, really, in this movie. Uh, it, 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 this movie is, again, about feelings. It's about falling in love. It's about ha- having your, your, your desires met or not, or trying to have them met but not really having the means to uh, achieve them. Um you know, uh, Vince says the trailer seems like they ordered a ton of room service and extra fluffy towels. Yeah, the whole movie really takes place in this hotel room where it's a conversation between Tilda Swinton and Id- Idris Elba. They're getting to know each other because Tilda Swinton's very skeptical and she doesn't want to jump in and, and just make these wishes. She actually doesn't want to make any wishes at all. And Idris Elba, by these genie laws, he will be freed and go back to gin world uh, if somebody finishes all three wishes but no one ever seems to get that far uh before he's captured or something happens or they die or something goes wrong and they they never really end up uh getting all three and so tilda swinton's like well it kind of sounds like wishes suck and he's like no but you got to make these wishes um oh that's a big uh change from how that kind of thing normally works of people blasting through all three or and then not having enough yeah and Mm -hmm. then and then, you know, uh, Robin Williams being like, you're going to wish for me my freedom? You know, that's, you know, whatever. But, uh, you know, I recommend this movie. I think that this is a good movie. It's a good visual movie. It's a good um, d- departure from Marvel. It's a good departure from action. Uh, this is, I would say this is a pants-worthy movie. It is not for everyone. Um, I really am upset at the way that they advertise this film because I think they're going to draw people into the theaters and those th- people are going to hate it. Um, so I feel like, uh, the, their, 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 their gamble at trying to get people in early is going to really backfire on them. So, um, yeah, Velvet Santa on Twitch says, I wish the drive-in speaker box was number one on Apple podcasts. So like me too. Let me just, you know, rub my lamp and see if that happens, but, uh, it's out there. You can check it out. I recommend it. I mean, especially with a light week in the theater this week, you know, you've got this and invitation still running for another week. Uh, use this week to catch up and, and seeing this movie or this kind of movie in a theater will make more of these kinds of movies happen. And I think we need to see more movies like this, but unfortunately, uh, spoiler alert to um, the box office roundup. This movie did not do good at the opening night of the box office. So kind of um, kind of a big letdown at the box office, honestly. Which is odd considering how much advertising this movie had. Uh, and it's just not getting people into the theater. So, uh, but, but Jake will cover that later. Yeah, I mean, well, if you got Idris Elba in more than one movie and you get to see him punch a lion in the face... Or have pointy ears and talk with old creepy Tilda Swinton all movie. Which one are you going to pick? Probably yeah. going to watch the one where he punches a lion in the mouth. Yep, yeah. Uh, Chelsea just asked over on Facebook, did I miss the talk about the 112 drive-in? No, we were just about to talk oh. about that right now. Um, you know, I mean, we're not going to do a big, like, you know, slideshow with boys to men in the background or whatever. But uh, <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Well, because oh. I don't have that kind of... You, you could have done it. Um, the... End of the road. Still, I can't. Anyway, um, I got to, I got to, uh, I got to go to behind the scenes. If you, uh, I don't post on Instagram a whole lot on our Driving Speaker Box account, but um, I, I did post this. I, I went to actually, and I got you something. Um, I got you. You're very on Driving Speaker Box. Look at this. There you go. Yeah. How about that? You know, I mean, we've. 
we've got uh we've we've got you know our uh, this one right here mm-hmm. that's, that's signed by Joe Bob Briggs. I don't know what drive-in that came from because I got it off eBay, but these we know exactly where we these know exactly came from. where these came from. Well, um, so we got our own drive-in speaker box from the 112 drive-ins right here. I went so I went to go get pick these up. Um, yeah, Vince throwing the uh, speaker box emojis. He's like, "What is now? You understand what the speaker here box emoji is, is is about?" Um, so you know, I went on Saturday because I, I was not going to be able to catch the last screening, and also I hate grease, so um, not gonna not gonna go uh, wait in a four hour long car car line and uh, watch a movie I don't even really like. I did see that on on their Facebook they posted the line going way, way back, up. and I hadn't seen a line for the drive-in like that in a and long time. To piggyback off of my anger rant from last week, like. What a slap in the face. Um, that that's what it took to that, get people. Yeah, everybody. And everybody's just like, oh, no, it's gone. I guess we had her go one last time. And they have a great time. And they're like, if you had just been going and having a great time, then it wouldn't have gone away. You know, uh, I met the owner of the drive-in. She actually lives in uh, Florida. I went to go pick these up. And the guy that purchased the the, the, the land from the, the family that owns the drive-in, and they're going to be redeveloping it, he was there kind of taking pictures, you know, for posterity's sake. And he was like, oh, hey, Bo, what, blah, blah, blah. Do you want a tour? And I'm like, uh, yes. I've never been past the snack bar. Plus, it's so, getting dozed, and no one else will ever get to see it again. Yeah, so I got to, I got to go in behind the scenes because at first they were just like you can't even come inside the snack bar we're making hot dogs and popcorn and and you can't come in here we're selling speaker boxes out the door but then i got the vi they're like oh no it's bo get him get him in here and he's the driving speaker box guy so i got in there went behind the scenes the building's big it's cool and empty and i met the owner she was really nice her family has owned theaters since the 30s They've owned so many theaters across the the country, many many drive-ins. She's actually lives in Florida, and a family here has been running it for uh, them. Dude, for, Jimmy Terry used yes, to run it. Yeah. it yes, that, and, and he's like what a hundred. Is he billion? still alive? Yes. What? They're actually doing. They're trying to do a book about uh, him, and the guy, really? the guy that was writing the book about him, died. And oh. so last time I saw Jimmy Terry, I slipped on some popcorn butter on the Malco floor, and uh, he gave me a movie pass. And yeah, so you know, this guy apparently had been running it for years, years and years and years, and uh, he was not there. I didn't get to meet him, but uh, talked to her a long time about like uh, drive-ins and and theaters and all the different the things. It was. I mean, we we chatted for a, a good half hour in, in her office, and um, she just came came in to finish you know the last weekend. But then they were like, "You want to go up into the projector booth?" And I'm like, "Do I?" And I went up into the projector booth, and they still had old reels of films they're like i don't know what movies these are and i'm like can i have them yes i'm like giving them to me and so i'm gonna i'm gonna see what happens i i put out some feelers i'm like please if if there's any way i can get some of these because what if they were like old drive-in ads did you get a picture of the projector they use i've always wanted to know how big the projector like the lens they use for that on my instagram i used to run a projector i take i took a picture with the projector it's it's humongous uh big well it's a new big digital projector but they still had they still had some of the old stuff like some of the boxes that the reels would go in and then the little things where you would um you would edit and splice the film together mm-hmm. and some of the old like radio and an old direct phone that was connected to a, a real bell and stuff and it was it was it was really cool i geeked out very very hard Man, i wish i would have been there for that i used to run a projector i know i used to be of a, a film projectionist i used to have to take the reels splice them together Roll them onto the thing, mm-hmm. do the whole deal. And they had an uh, old, uh, and they were like, oh, yeah, this is one of the first motorized rewinding deals. And it was like from the 40s or whatever. And it was like mounted to the wall. It was super, super cool. Uh, Logan is going to post some of the pictures of yeah, the projection. I see why booths. you got the, the backstage pass. You had Logan with you. Yeah, it's I not mean, just, it wasn't you, it was Mr. Charisma. Mr. There. Cute boy. Yeah. Uh, but Logan's going to drop some of those photos of our behind the scenes there in our Discord so you can kind of 
take a look at uh, my my uh, me chatting with the um, the lady that owns it and getting that backstage tour. But it's 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 a sad day. It's going away. I mean, we got our little pieces of the drive-in. That's too cool. And everybody, you know, packed it out. Uh, it was it was uh, a, a, a great evening for them, and hopefully, a lot of people made some memories that they'll never forget because that's really what the drive-in movie is about. That is what the movie theater is about. You know, it used to be about spending time with your friends and family, going and having a shared experience of a film that that you can you can have a connection to and it's not just a connection to the film it's a connection to the people that you watched it with so when you you leave the theater you can talk about it you can have these memories and the drive-in is extra special because you can you know you're you're, you're separated in your own little bubble and you're you know you're just having you're having a good time or you know smooching or doing whatever yeah. it is that you do you can be there snogging or have your car die and you need someone to come jump you later on and you lose all the sound because your radio's dead and you can get attacked by the creature from the Black Lagoon. And yeah. the guy's yelling, move your car. Honk, honk. Yeah. And, you know, the, there is a piece of that magic that dies every day in Hollywood. Um, you know, uh, Logan on Twitch says, tell him about the toilet. Yeah, there was there was a unstalled toilet in the projectionist booth because it's only the projectionist that would be up there. And back when they had to change the, the film reels, you couldn't leave, you know, because if you missed a reel, you're in trouble. So they had a toilet in the corner that just boop and get it, get it done and not miss a cigarette burn, which is an old thing. You can Google it. Uh, it's a thing that they don't use anymore, but... Um, it was let. It was a mark in the corner to let the projectionist know when it's almost time to to change the the reel. But you know, um, going back to uh, Hollywood and films, and you know, the the more and we've talked about the financial uh, side of movies, and we talk about it all the time, um, and how movies are getting harder and harder to be made. That are that are these experiential movies that are just turning into these blockbusters that that even actors don't want to make because there there's not a a a, 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 a marketing model for these smaller more eccentric films everything's gonna either be a uh surefire blockbuster or maybe it'll be on streaming and no one's gonna care because you're not like a streaming film is never going to captivate an audience in the same way as a theatrical film like a series maybe because it's really long but i think a movie like a movie just coming out on streaming it's never going to do the same thing i promise um but anyway, uh, yeah, we say goodbye to the 112 Drive-In Theater. Um, it's a sad I'm, day. I've been going there since I was a kid, man. Yeah, yeah. sad That's, day. It's a bummer. Uh, Vince says this conversation is a nice break from the constant deluge of Marvel and Disney. Uh, yeah, it definitely is. Uh, Hardy Entertainment says I have a home cinema with 35 millimeter and digital. Whoa. That is rad, my friend. Uh, yeah, mine's mine's all digital now. I, I'd love to have a 35 millimeter uh, projection room, but my home theater is a big TV and an Xbox. <laughs> yeah, we, oh, we 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 live in a a town where. Uh, property values are insane so um uh not not a lot of room for home theaters unless you're paying multiple multiple millions for your home um anyway uh we've got to hit the box office speaking of financial stuff speaking of uh the way movies make money we've got to go through the box office for this last weekend which is august 26 through 2022 uh we're going to give you the uh top 10 movies in america we're going to tell you how they perform from number 10 to number one uh chelsea said she saw twister back there in the 90s and it was a small storm always love that memory there uh one of my favorite drive-in memories was with they they played the original halloween and you know michael myers and uh, it was, you know, for an October programming they did, and I brought my Michael Myers uh, costume, and a bunch of my friends were like watching the movie, and uh, and then I, I was sitting at the end, and so I, I slipped behind, put the costume on, and then walked all the way to the front, and then came back through the front, through the cars, dressed as Michael Myers, and I'm a creepy Michael Myers, and I scared a shitload of people. Uh, now I'd probably get shot, uh, even though that was only like what six, seven years ago, but now different at different times but that was a really fun drive-in memory yeah i was like uh, we would pop open the back you know you pull in backward in a truck or whatever you let the tailgate down and lay in the back of the truck or sit there and and, and watch whatever movies out there and 
just being out in the open air you and hearing the sound kind of coming from everywhere it's it's the driving's a lot of fun uh vince pointed out something we forgot to talk about i didn't know it was coming up this quick uh this saturday is national movie theater day or mm-hmm. so uh, a yep, lot of theaters yep. including all of our theaters here in fayetteville yeah, all uh, northwest arkansas uh, yeah, $3 movies. So uh, check near you. Vince posted the link in Twitch. Uh, if you're not on Twitch or if you're listening to it later, nationalcinemaday.org. Help you find one where you can watch it for only $3 at the theater. We'll also post that in our like announcements tab in, the, in our Discord if you want to get up on that. Uh, but anyway, box office. Let's get in at number 10, Jake. Hold on real quick. What, I, one more? I watched Blues Brothers 2000 at the drive-in and they had Ghost Riders in the Sky, the whole thing, and in the open air. That was That's a sick drive-in movie theater memory right Some, there. See, someone should have driven the car with the horn on the, 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 the top and been like, go to the snack bar and get snacks. You know, that, that would have been pretty yeah, cool. Pretty but. cool. All right, box office roundup. Here we go. Uh, number 10. Where the Crawdads Sing, still hanging still in there. In there. Uh, brought in $2.3 million this weekend, bringing its total in seven weeks up to just shy of $82 million. A lot better than what that what I thought that movie would do. Hanging in there for seven weeks, a lot longer than what I thought uh, that movie. Uh, Made a lot more money than mm-hmm. I thought. Uh, number nine, uh, dropping down, Thor, Love and Thunder, brought in $2.64 million this weekend in its eighth week of release. Uh, for its total of $336.5 million in the domestic market. And then continuing to whoop its dumb ass <laughs> at number eight, Minions Rise of Gru. It's too funny. Brought in $2.7 it's million. Passed. It's past Thor now. Yeah. It, it's remained past Thor. Yeah. It has continued to remain past Thor. It's a, a week out longer than Thor. Nine weeks. Brought in more money and has a three... Uh, 354.7 uh, so Thor actually caught up to it more than what I figured it would uh, but Minions continues to just trounce Thor there uh, number 7 oof opening at number 7 I bringing in you. only 2.9 million at the box office it's only in 2400 theaters so about half the theater a little over theater, half the theater in the country but it's theater average still wasn't that great no uh so it's total of 2.9 million 3000 years of longing i think it's just one of those things where people are like i don't really know about this well, movie and like i said i think you know since it wasn't in all like 4000 or so odd theaters in the country um, you know, this weekend was really critical because the reviews come out, and like I said, you know, it didn't really match the trailer or expectations. Might give something for people to watch when there's nothing uh, else. Yeah, who, who knows? So it, maybe it'll open back up in more theaters next week since there's not a huge release schedule, but number seven opening. Maybe it's bad. like me, and people just saw weird ears on Idris Elba, and they're like, oh, it's a pass. Uh, <laughs> number six, DC League of Super Pets in its fifth week brought in 4.1 million dollars for its total of 74 million dollars oops yeah so oops uh not killing it like a fi- kevin like hart I think and they the rock thought they would not yeah uh and then a surprising drop all the way down from number one to number five in its second week of united states release uh bringing in 4.6 million uh and a u.s total of 30.85 is dragon ball super superhero that's I think, a hell of a drop but well, and i think it's because everybody that wanted to see this saw it and that well that may be true but it does continue to be like one of the top mm-hmm. anime movies to have hit well, a theater. i feel like you know uh what's good guy would not go to dragon ball so okay funny story i know we're kind of over on time uh we usually an uh, hour and seven minutes is our kind of average but i was i was watching a movie with uh some friends and we were standing out front and what's good guy literally showed up at the box office it was us yeah we were standing yeah there we were after. standing and 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 you, you're like Wait, there, there, there he is! Because the guy just came up and he's like, "Huh?" Yeah, it was Carson. Carson was like, "What are we? What are we gonna watch here?" It was and after we watched Bullet Train. It was after yeah. we watched Bullet Train. And what's good, guy? Just walked up, walked up at the box office. Didn't know what time anything was playing. It was like. Hey man, uh, well, I guess I'm gonna get a ticket to this one and went in. The, he exists. He's real. And uh, I feel like Dragon Ball Super is not one of those movies where, 
Hey, man, you know what? I'll go take a ticket to them Japanese-talking cartoons, man. Let me just get in there and and watch them punch on each other. You really need a lot of background for it, and surprisingly, there's not that much punching in it. That's part of it, but, um, you know, whatever. Uh, Continuing to just beat the dumb dog shit out of every movie uh, that has been released this year. Number four, remaining at number four in its 14th week, and it's coming back it can it's gonna have it has more scenes that's still out there top gun maverick bringing 4.7 million i don't know what total is it just got taken away from me uh but it's up there it's way the hell up there top gun maverick killing it 691 million dollars domestic so many uh and then number three in its second week of release i didn't realize it was out for two weeks uh, it actually added theaters, so that's probably why. Uh, Beast brought in just under $4.9 million for its total of $20 million domestic so far. Uh, doing better than the other Idris yourself movie that's out there. Yep. Uh, so, I mean, you know, you punch a line in the mouth, people want to see it. People want to see it, I yeah. guess. I don't know. I don't understand, uh, but, you know, whatever. Uh, and then uh, number two movie we just talked about, kind of, in its fourth week of release, brought in another $5.6 million, Bullet Train, and that gives its domestic total a $78.2 million total. Yeah. Uh, not, not too bad. So bad. Killing it. Doing great. Uh, and then opening at number one. This I didn't expect. The Invitation. $6.8 million. Leave it to horror movies. Just in 3,000 theaters. Not one movie in the top 10 is in all every theater of the country. Nope. Nope. Uh, it's kind of an odd weekend. Uh, and no movie in America made over $10 million this weekend in the box office. So, yeah. uh, very, very light weekend here. Uh, uh, but the invitation, you know, horror movie, I think it's going to have a little bit of staying power. Um, surprised they didn't release it in September. It seemed like that would have been a move. But. Um, yeah, Vince mentioned if anyone wants to see the Wrath of Khan 40th anniversary director's cut, it's Fathom Events. It's going to be playing September 4th, 5th, and 8th. We will oh re- no, that's like yeah. is that on the that's not on the weekend. That's uh, that's going to be a Sunday, a Monday, and a Thursday. I guess I'll have to this watch it. this coming Sunday, Monday, Thursday. So uh, I guess we'll, I'll watch it Sunday. Yeah, I want to see it. I'm uh, going to be I'm going to be watching the invitation this weekend. So. Uh, Logan pointed out same thing I did. I, we both told him the Top Gun was going to be uh, the titties. So I, I, there I it is. I just didn't. Th- I you know yeah. normally I'm good at this. I, and Top Gun. Vince also pointed out uh, Top Gun is on streaming, but it's still just killing it at the Crushing box office. It. It's something that I. It's not the same, man. You got to watch it in the theater. You got to feel. They're like, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. like you got to feel the 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 jets, the G's. The only thing is that they should go back. They should re-edit the movie. They should add in more Kenny Loggins and less Rooster. Less Rooster, yeah. Take him out of the movie some. Add in the music, man, because you don't even get the Top Gun theme until the ending credits, which is lame. And you don't get hanging with the boys. I mean, they did a hanging with the boys scene, just with no yeah, song. Yeah, but not with the music. And you only get like you get like don't 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 don't. Yeah, I figured, I, I was hoping that like that, and then it's gone. That dumbass jalopy plane that they fly at the end it would have had it a cassette deck, and then they're like, oh yeah, that's convenient, and um, yeah, would have been would have been cool but anyway uh all right guys we're gonna get out of here we're over on time just a couple of minutes but we do thank you guys for tuning in we yes. always love all your comments we love having you in here uh hardy entertainment says he ran con in 70 millimeters when it was released at the columbia theater in atlanta that is badass um con but uh but yeah we're gonna get out of here don't forget to I can't wait to see the the ear things. Ear things. yeah well, uh, check us out on our Discord. Uh, the links are in our profiles, but also in the chat. If you've been paying attention, uh, you can check out those photos of the uh, the tour of the projection booth and more. So uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. You can find us over on your Facebook, your Twitch, or your YouTube. Or you can download this audio version of this podcast. If you don't want to look at our silly faces and participate in the chat, you can get that wherever you download your podcast. Make sure you go ahead and give it a thumbs up and a five-star rating wherever it is you download it. And as always, I am uh, the Boom Operator. And I'm the grip and we'll see you guys next week folks as you leave the theater folks please be careful don't let this happen to your car be sure to remove the speaker before you leave if you should accidentally pull a speaker loose please turn it in at our snack bar or box office thank you